frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. My name's Stephen Pugden and let's welcome the team. First, a man who hosted a wee house party at the weekend and invited the Rangers team round. It is Crystal. Hello Thanks for that, gentlemen. Chris. You're welcome, lads. That's me. Aye. A few of the, few of the shiters off your books for these. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. I said, I didn't, I didn't say Patterson. What did you invite him for? Fuck's sake. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said to one of the players, mine and bring the Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And now let's welcome a man who was treated to a new coffee machine for Valentine's and has rediscovered the Oak Mall Valentine's video from a few years back. I have no idea what the fuck oh, that is. That is Credo. That was that was, that was me that sent that into the group chat. Oh, that was not you. Sorry, Chris. What is it? Stevie, I'm going to stop fucking posting in that group oh, chat, mate. This is Catherine. This is Catherine here. <laughs> Hello to all my family. That is a superb video. But uh, my coffee machine's good, troops. I'm loving it. I'm loving life as a barista. I'm just great. I was going there to say to you, mate, see when you, when you make Stephanie a coffee, do you write her name on the side of the glass? Mate, no, but you know what? That's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to fucking see how you do it. I'm trying to do like a wee acorn. Oh, great. Have you, been, have you been teaching yourself how to do that? On YouTube? It's, mate, I, I'm, I'm a fucking horrific at it, but I'm getting a good bash. Because oh. there's a lot of YouTube videos you try It looks... It looks easier than what it is because it's solid. So you try to do the acorns and all that, and we love heart. Do you know so, what, Gredo? I, I know, welcome I don't to know football, Daft. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, right? But I used to have a pub. Oh, right? here we go. So, see, you sure you're going to have a coffee shop or a sandwich shop? No, but listen to me, listen to me. See, on Paddy's Day, right? We used to have to put the shamrock on the top of the pint of Guinness. Aye. Right, and that yeah. is a fucking skill. Oh. So I can imagine what. Listen, listen. I mean, as soon as you say that, I say, John, aye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always wanted you, John. Honestly, I've always. It's been in my gut. It's been in my gut. I mean? I'm not done. No. I used to work I'm in a bar. No, I'm not. Aye, basically. Fucking, as soon as Toll says that, I mean, see, Paddy's used to get the shamrock. Aye, aye. Come on, but John's a pure. You can imagine him in the, in the street aye, years, in Edinburgh for Hugman A and all that. Came out, I mean, aye. take the high road. Take the low road. You can imagine him singing the calls and all that, I mean? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> What's the call song again? I can't think. Oh, they yeah, yeah, we are so young now. We are so young, so, so young. young. Aye. Fucking the witch classics. Aye. Aye. I, I tell you, do you know, we say we're talking about the call, I'll give, give you a story I, I heard from a mate who used to work at Radio 1, who's a producer. So the calls are in doing a session, right? And... We stand next to this guy. That's the Andrea and shit. Was it Andrea Sharn? I can't remember the name of the other one. The I brothers are bit mental, as you know. I know, but he, this boy's like that to this guy next to him. He's going, look at them, eh? Who would you do first, mate? He's <laughs> 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 like, I don't, I, I don't want to say anything. He's like, oh, well, honestly, mate, <laughs> who would you shack first? Come on. <laughs> which, which one would you do first? 
And then, obviously, it turns out it was Jim Gorn who was talking there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. That's, oh. that's brilliant. But, oh, I did, John, I can't actually see, like, you showing us one day your ticket collections for SEC, and I can see a pure Aye. SEC oh, one. I, 2002, got, March the 8th, the calls. I've got, you know what them, I mean? all, I've got <laughs> them all, Nato, you're right. <laughs> I've got all the tickets. I've got all the tickets. March the March the eighth, two thousand and eight. Bewitched. Aye. Like, no fucking bewitched. On the <laughs> but you've definitely still got your your fucking Kasabian and all that. Uh, you've still got your team apart wristband. You can tell he keeps his team apart wristband on to fucking December and all that. Don't take it off. March twelfth, two thousand and ten. Selig versus Aberdeen. Aye, I can see that. There we go, John boy. And see it, Paddy's day grade. It's not a cause. It's not a cause. He's singing. I've been with him. I've been right. So, apart from John's love for St. Patrick's Day, what else has been happening in Scottish football? Where do we start? Well, let's get to it. The five players who were caught at a house party have been revealed. Zungu, Patterson, Bassey, Mabudi and Brian Kinnear, who is an academy goalkeeper. And they're, not, they're now all in self-isolation with Stephen Gerrard says he feels very let down. Do these guys still have a future at the club? I'm fucking gutted. Ah, I'm well, mate, devastated. But see, because I think it was rumoured that Zungu was there at first. There was this picture. and then yeah, Christmas tree. Where the fuck's getting their Christmas tree up? Because that obviously must have been I, for the week. That's what my no, mate said in the I told my mate sitting in the group chat, I said, we all this, man. The only thing that's living in my head rent-free is why the fuck she still gets Christmas tree up? I don't know. It's thin ice, man. I'm very, very thin ice. I don't know if they've got a future at the club now. I'm just keep for young Patterson. So, Jinko? I'd be a hypocrite to fucking slate them, do you know what I mean? But... I've been in this position with my team earlier in the year and or earlier in the season, and it's you, the overwhelming feeling is disappointment, really. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. know exactly how you're feeling. It's, it's kind of how could you, and it, it's a sincere how could you, man? With the with the greatest will in the world, this is a huge season for both teams. For yes. any of them, for any of them, to put their hole in front of fucking what Rangers are trying to do this season is it's it's embarrassing. To be honest with you, it's a catastrophe. <laughs> it's a fucking catastrophe. The thing is, right? Imagine <sighs> Nicola Sturgeon goes like, "That's it." Aye. Pulled the plug. I take any more. How many times I need to tell you to get a house in order? Pull the plug. They, that young boy, especially Parson, right? Basil fucking fuck off down south. Who says Parson? But Parson's come through the academy. He's one we look at and go, right, we man. I love seeing a young. Scottish player coming through the academy playing for us, and you you want him to push tough, push tough. But he's fucked. He would. How, how's that going to affect him? What I mean. I mean, like, and by the way, no, even Parson. I remember meeting the goalie that was involved in it a couple of years ago. A week, I think we done it half time, and he was in goals. Aye. Uh, it was a lovely big boy, and I'm just thinking, oh, man, has he been? Canals, be come, we'll not get caught, and I just think what a big, big mistake. Mm-hmm. They've made man. Why would you oh, risk? It's... And the, and the, and it's the disappointment that we see you know with you when he's. It's he's not. It's not. It's not a common name. I think he's any joking here. Is he related to joking here in any way? Don't know. Yeah, because it it's not a very common name. But are oh, you right? Um, no. It's a. I'm cracking you. The actor. Might be cracking yours, boy. Mental man. Mental man. I know man. Anyway, cool, anyway uh, Jim Goodwin's agreed the new deal at St Mirren. 
I swear to fucking God, I'm not doing this anymore. That's my last <laughs> Mate, I think you should quit every show, man. Aye, mate. You should, you should quit. <laughs> I think you should so, fuck us off. That's, that's, that's an idea for the thing, mate. For the sitcom, no, don't God. cut it out, but that's good to keep the whistles going. What are they, what are they talking about? A sitcom, I, I like it. Right. Don't keep Aye. it in, buffed. <laughs> and here, troops, use two, well, use three, use like your, your wrestling dinghies, right? You've been known to dabble, right? Uh, right? What about Darn Drysdale at the Ipswich game? The referee, is he got a future wrestler? I tell you what, he's not got a future, a future in football if he keeps that yeah. fucking behaviour up anyway. I mean, it was, why uh, not the best part is? The Ipswich player shot it, didn't he? Hey, did! That's what my mates are saying. The player shot, the player's giving it large <laughs> mouth and that. He's going to fucking saying these players shot himself, man. And the, the other team have actually went like, ah, right, let's get this referee, referee away here because he's going to splatter him all over the pitch. But it's one of the ones, right? You, you, folk are going like that. MD that takes offence to this. Is a, the folk are getting called snowflakes, but they've seen that. Everybody's like, ah, fucking get in there, man. Get in there. The amount of Here's cheeky bastards that referees have to put up with. Fair Here's play, the guy. Thing. What about VAR? Do you think that could have been used to get the ref sent off last night? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Did he make contact? Do you know what I mean? Did the heat make contact? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if the heat makes contact, Stevie, but I tell you what. See if that was in the street, he'd have just knocked that boy right out, wouldn't he? Oh, he would that. He was, he was, even his face, man, he was like, you know, it was pure face. venom, wasn't it? I it was like, straight on the wings a couple of years ago, panel, you fucking told me. Aye, Bob shot it, man. I don't think I've ever seen you angry, Grado. Oh, mate, when oh, he's the guy with I have. Oh, Fuck's sake, man. River City, man, he hicks his wise, man, with his mates. No, when Grado's doing panel, man, he's getting me on one hanky hank about, man. He's fucking Mr. Angry all the time. Right. Volume hangs about his dressing room, man. Get Fuck over shit. it, man. Get Where's my it. wig? Where's my fucking wig? How <laughs> she will do me the tight shit? <laughs> Who do you think the hardest referee in Scotland is, though? Oh, uh, Bobby Madden. Bobby Madden. It's got to be Bobby Madden. It's got to be Bobby Madden. Can I put a shoot in for Douglas Ross? Because he's a linesman. He's, he's got a set of fucking bars on him. He's man. a referee. He's a fucking Tory <laughs> in Scotland. He's got to be hard Aye. as fuck to deal with. Mate, that, isn't he? Have you ever seen his? You ever done his? You ever seen his Facebook live video for a couple of weeks ago? And the, the best bits. Type it into Twitter. It's hilarious, man. He gets trolled for, and he's quite good at handling it, man. So he is. Kill me. Right, Tips. We'll get to their football chat on the open line. <laughs> And this week we welcome a star of Panto Radio. No, we're not talking about Grado. It is a big hibby. It is Grant Stott. Plus, it's all on the line player profile playoff as Grado takes on his nemesis Craig in a rubber match while on the big question we ask, what one SPFL player would you like to sign for your team? Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767-172 Here at Football Daft we are very very proud of our sponsors G4 Claims and to tell us all about it none other than Nicole what's happening pal? Hello I'm good thanks how are you? All good Not good. bad All good, good All good Yes So Living G4 Claims Let us know what Aye, we can us. do for you guys. So if you're involved in an accident that's not your fault, 
Why would you claim against your own policy? Why phone your own insurance? Why jeopardise your no claims bonus that you've been gathering for X amount of years, whether it's protected or not? Your insurance policy is disturbed during the process of that claim. So until that claim is fully settled, which can take six to nine months, by the way, that means that your policy is affected. So if your renewal is going to come up in between that time, you're going to be punished for that. So if you're involved in any sort of accident, phone G4 claims first. We will make sure that if the accident is your fault and we can't help you, we'll guide you in the best possible way. If the accident's not your fault, we can provide you with a like-for-like -like replacement vehicle whilst your car's off the road. If your car is written off, we'll get a settlement for your car that you're happy with by an independent engineer and make sure that you're not left in any negative equity and things like that. And we'll claim it all back from the at-fault insurance. We'll get your car repaired if it's repairable at an, an approved body shop, either of your choice or one of ours, because we've got loads and loads of contacts and manufacturing approved body shops ready and waiting to take your job. And if you're injured in the accident, we can deal with your personal injury compensation. We do not take a percentage. All the competitors, all the big names, make sure if you're looking at any of these guys, they're taking 20, 25% for your compensation. Always check that because we don't take a percentage from your compensation. So it means that you get your full claim. So if you phone G4 claims first, we'll be happy to help you, advise you, and of course, look after you. It's G4 claims 01698. 767-172. We're on all social media platforms. Please go on and visit us. G4 Claims, not at fault claims. Made easy. It's the Football Daft Open Line. The open line where you can say anything you want. Um, could Kilmarnock go down under Tommy Wright? What's happening with Celtic's finances, Toe? What's going on? And can you give us a tip of any house, good house parties about Glasgow? <laughs> you might have some tips out there. Let us know. Stephen's not happy with that one. Um, as usual, we have our, our panel of football experts, and that is being used in the loosest fashion. It's Stephen Cavens, Graham Goody, and Chris Delahunt. So we'll go to our first caller, shall we, gents? And it is... Billy Stevenson. Billy's been on Rangers that <laughs> before. Remember, you can sign Aye. up for that at patreon.com forward slash football daft. <laughs> and here oh, comes boy. Billy with his point this week. How are you, mate? How are you doing, How are you How doing, doing, doing mate? You all right? Aye, I'm not too bad, guys, man. Good to be back on again. Ken, mate. I hope you've thought about what you're going to say this time, Billy. I have told me, aye. I have definitely. It's regarding <laughs> uh, next season. So it's, I'm looking at next season. Uh, it's for all you guys. Um, after the day's news with Rangers, uh, what do you think we need to strengthen if we're going to make another challenge next year? The, lock, the lock's on the players' doors. I think with Rangers, you're looking at maybe losing a few of your, your better players. If The season that they've had, it's inevitable, to be honest with you, so... You know, Glenn Kamara uh, looks like he could be off. Um, well, usually say, the boys are saying they think they'll get interest for him. Um, Ryan, Kent, Ryan Kent might get some interest for down south, Barisic. You know, um, if, if teams don't come in for Tavernier, I don't know what the fuck's going on, to be honest with you, because the guy's been an absolute revelation this season. So, 
Uh, with that, you could be looking to strengthen a few positions, but with Celtic, it could be a full first team that we need. And uh, I'm, no, I'm no exaggerating when I say that. I was saying this to Ryan on uh, Celtic Daft last night. I think there's a good 10 first team regulars, maybe not like players that are playing every single week, but a good 10 first team regulars that could be in the road out. And I think Celtic have got a huge rebuilding process in their hands. So who do you want to see, like, if you were, if I was to ask you, right, three or four players after the bat that you, that you think need to move on, who comes into your head? Uh, the first ones that come into my head is Ryan Christie. Um, Lee Griffiths. I, I, you hate Ryan Christie, Toll. You hate him. Yeah, I but, do, mate. I do. But, Toll, what winds you up is it the fact that, man, he, he always gets the ball... I've heard a few players say this. Every time, I've, I've never, every game I've watched. He seems to think that he's fucking Cristiano Ronaldo when he's no, he's no anywhere near fucking anything like Cristiano Ronaldo. He's shooting is dreadful. He puts one into the net out of every, I'd say, 10 or 15 attempts. In fact, probably even more than that. And he seems to think that he's got this talent for scoring if you're outside the box. And it really doesn't, man. It, mm-hmm. it always goes into the fucking stand. Always. Um, I think Scott Brown, um, it's time for him to time for him to, to go. Um and really among the other ones right, Griffiths, Scott Brown, Ryan Christie, and among the other ones I'd be quite sad to see them going. But I accept that they probably want to move on, you know. Players like Edward and stuff like that will be, will be leaving, I think. <laughs> what are you laughing at, you fucking pair of dicks? It was like you were start. I thought you were filling up a wee bit. More Celtic, I, was, I, think, I think he's a loggy, Billy, as well. Uh, Celtic have a bigger read, uh, building job to do than Rangers will have in the coast season. I mean, Celtic have are, are got a huge job to do in the, in the coast season. Rangers, I think, Grado, Stephen, Billy, I think he's all maybe, you know, Barisic, Kamara, maybe Morelos. But, I mean, th- I think that'll be Aye. it. But, I think that's I think that's the three. Definitely and I, and I think Rangers, are, they, they'll know be daft. They'll know who, what players teams are going to come in for. And I think they're pretty much on the ball already with what we're replacing. I think about aye, recruitment aye. wise coming recruitment, in for next season. They, they're thinking two years ahead. So I, I, I have to tap in my head. I mean, I mean, what's what's happening with McGregor at the end of the season? Would he, mm. if we win a league, is he yeah, cut stone that a few weeks ago, didn't he? You know, I mean, he's 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 apparently he's. I heard a couple of years ago that his back was kind of, was dodgy. Oh. I don't know. It's never held him back um, once since I've heard it. However, <laughs> still laughing at me. Still laughing at me. Why it's funny about that? Is it Sorry, I, thought, I thought you were just going to fill up there. I thought you were filling up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was like I heard he had a really bad back, but it's never, it's not held him back. Once, but I've seen it's no, it's no bother. Mate, I think after the Euros, <laughs> after the Euros, I think Kamara and Barisic might be off. I think Morelos, but he's a kind of enigma. Who's going to really? Are Finland in the Euros? Yes. Are they? What's that yes. going to do with? No, it's because that's who Kamara plays for Gredo. Yes, uh, I don't know what. For some reason, I thought you were going to. You thought you, I thought you were going to say Morelos, and I was going to go. I think they finished pretty high up. No, I think they maybe won the group. Finland. They were in the playoff. They were in the playoff. Yeah, I can. Are they through? They're through. 
Should you go, but that's what I think, mate. That's what I think. Billy, thanks for coming on. Hey, Billy. No half past three in the morning DMs for you again, boy. All right, mate. No worries then. Right. Let's move on to our next uh, core, which Kevin is Devine. someone you recognise from Celtic Daft. Hey, and Patreon, that and the chef, 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 the 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 the past couple of days is the the COVID uh, the COVID things with Angels. That's seven players now. You know, telling me that there's there's not been any first team, first team kind of regulars. Oh, no. I it, no, do you not think? We've been hiding, right, man. We're good at it. We're, uh, that's what I'm saying. Man. Every yeah. weekend, man. Fucking Jim, Jim uh, White tried. Jim White tried to get Patterson out here yesterday, did he? Uh, oh, his butt, his butt says he was with her. Oh, did she? Aye. My question would be: Do you think there's been a wee bit of kind of porky pies getting dealt? No, I don't. I'll be honest with you, mate. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think so. Away, I don't yeah. think that Rangers would risk that. So. I don't think Rangers would risk that, mate. I, I think that's my wishful thinking coming for you, Chef. I know. Oh, I'd come yeah. on, you've let yourself <laughs> down, man. Is no one voids. No one voids. Aye. Aye, not avoid it, definitely. I was just. Uh, don't not avoid. Just make a twenty-one point deduction. Aye, well, that as well. I was I just a starter question, right? That was just a wee starter question. I like what you did you're yeah, a chef, aye. and you gave us a starter. Aye. Aye. <laughs> Let's move right, on so to the main course. This, this, this is the main, exactly, right? So if I was to sit down and cook before you use a meal, what would you want? What would you do? This is great upgrade of state. Well, what you make? What's your speciality? Anything, mate. I like a wee bit. I like a wee like, medium rare steak. We have a bit of right, well, hold on, let me ask you this, then. I would go, I would go with a steak. Mm. See, I mean, what, My medium you, rare steak, sir. How do you cook your steak then? I'll tell you if that's what I want. Medium real, mate. You need a frying pan. Do you do do you, do you season it before you put it in the grill? Do you rub it well? Right, okay. There you go, back then. Fair enough. Have you bought oil? And it's getting above his station, isn't it? All right, cheeky cunt today, Kev. I'm a head chef, mate, right? So, you're a shoe, mate. You're a shoe chef. I've got a big abscess. I was, no, I was going to mention that. Have you got an abscess? Uh, it was bigger than this yesterday, man. So. Oh, get well soon. Uh, I'm not deep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sorry, laughs> you're going to say that? Right, anyway. Aye, uh, uh, you know I was going to say. A wee bit of oil, cook it, eat side for two minutes. Butter, garlic, a wee bit of rosemary. Just keep basting. Medium rare. Wow. Mashed tortoise. Bit of veg. You don't fucking work in spoons, do you? <laughs> nah, that's a right way to do a steak with rosemary and all that and the garlic. Aye. I would be taking that off you, mate. I'd be going for that. Right, Christopher, what are you going for? Uh, a piece and chips. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, for me, for me, but I just I would uh, because you've never cooked anything for me before. I would just like to try your macaroni. The wife likes it, mate. So, right. <laughs> you know what? I would I would go with a curry. Do you do a curry, Kev? I do, mate, aye. Nice wee chicken curry. Aye, that's the one for me, a curry. Yeah. Do you cook lamb? I've not cooked lamb in a while, mate, but I, <laughs> I kind of try and tend to stick to what the wife and the wings like kind of thing, do you know what I mean? So, 
What do they like? Chicken and steak and things like that. I'm yeah. the only one that kind of likes fish. I do a cracking salmon as well. So. Oh, I like salmon. I love I like salmon. salmon. What about I a fish do. pie? Do you do that? No, I've not tried a fish pie yet. I no. do a good fish pie. I do, do you, fish John? Pie. I, can I do a very good fish pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's um, a bit of you want any tips, Kevin? I will, mate. I will. And if you want any tips, you just come and see me. Love that. Hands across the divide. Brilliant. Kev, thanks for coming on the open <laughs> line. Cheers, guys. Let's move on to the last core of the open line today. Love and that. it is Charlie. How you doing, troops? I just basically want to say, me and Stephen obviously will support the famous, but with recently what's going on with these players and that, my personal point of view is they should never represent Rangers again. The only time they should play at Ibrox is against us. Now, pe- people are saying about Nathan Patterson that people make a great point. That's the only one I'm disappointed on. What's Stephen's point on it all? And with Patterson alike? Me, I, I kind of, I'm veering towards agreeing with you. I, I'm very, very, I'm gutted about Patterson, but it's been there for all to see what the rules are. They're in priv- yep. privileged positions. They're getting paid well for it. And I know there's a lot of pressure on people being cooped up and stuff, but they are being paid to still go to their work. They're being paid very well. They know the rules. They know what's at stake with people's lives and with the club this season. So I, I would probably agree with you there, mate. I would say to a lot of them, you've, you've, you've seen the example being set with Edmondson and Jones. You've seen what happened there. You know what was at stake. You knew the rules, so I yeah. see you later. No, yeah. uh, no, of course, definitely that. That's only one I'm disappointed in. Nathan Patterson, academy yeah. player, and yeah. he's not quite angry at Zungu as well, though. Well, I, 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 I'm a bit disappointed. He's only on loan, Zungu. I can, I, I, I kind of look at Zungu and go, mate. In my own honest opinion. You weren't really going to kick a ball for us again, I don't think. It's a, exactly. it's a, be- it's a beautiful situation Rangers have took with that alone with an option to buy. We've tried, we don't like it. See you later. And he's kind of dug his own grave with us anyway. Do, so. Boys, do you think Patterson, I mean, obviously Gerard set the example with Jones and Edmondson. Do you think Patterson's days are numbered at Rangers? I don't think so. I don't, I don't I really. I think, I think they've got to be. Because if yeah. they're not then you're looking at Edmondson and Jones going, well, wait a minute. One rule for one and one rule for another. Well, it's Charlie, if I, what, what would Charlie, what, what would be your opinion if it turned out, and thank fucking snow, but what if it turned out it was McGregor was there and Davis was there? I mean, I, that, would you my, per- my personal opinion is, if it was Alan McGregor, Alfredo Morelos, out you go. Biggest, mm-hmm. Best the biggest season of uh, uh, we're ever going to know and our, our kids this is their their season they're going to see us lift the trophy now for what they done that could have ended our season I mean mm-hmm. every every supporters alone on season books on taps you're maybe a thousand twelve hundred pound do you know yes. what I mean and you're saying mm-hmm. to yourself well what 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 what's the point in this I, I mean yeah we're 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 help pay your wages we're we're right. struggling, but yet you use are us sticking the ficky up to us. Charlie, mm-hmm. you're hundred percent right, and you know what? It, 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 it broke my heart actually seeing Stephen Gerrard talking about it today and saying 
you know, we have let down the fans and it's like, well, Stephen Gerrard never let us down. It was the five players that disrespected him and done that. And I felt, yeah. I felt mm-hmm. horrible. Maybe, maybe he... Gerrard was talking about the last couple of seasons. <laughs> well, look, look, if it was on the, if it was on the other side, there'd be sharks flying the other way. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! Oh, yeah. no, fuck, you saved us a mean bubble. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, no, I was just dinging on me. Charlie, thanks very much for coming on the old point. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers, mate. Football Dafts. Big question. This week, we thought that we'd throw the cat amongst the pigeons and ask what one SPFL player you would like your team to sign. That's that's an interesting question, lads. That's a very interesting question. Good one, John. I'm going to wait to use answer first, I think. I'm not going for right. that kind of thing. I'm just going to be 100% honest. As much as I don't want to say it, I'm not a dafty. I know he's a very, very, very good footballer. I would take Edward. Right. Well, but have we no realisticness? No, no, no. Anyone right, okay. Right, okay. But that's boring, that. Realisticness. Because it's just got to be Kevin Nisbet and all that shit, and then if we do Aye. it that way. Right, okay. I would take Edward. I think he's a very, very fine footballer. Well, mate, you can see he's different class. You watched that game on Sunday, man. He, if, he, he won that game for Sunday. He'd be lost with something now. He's turning it on now, isn't he? He's turning right, it on. He's wanting because he knows it's nearly the end of the season. He's off. Uh, he's, he's turning it on. He's looking for a new contract. Right, so, hang <laughs> mate, uh, <laughs> I would, for me, I was, do you know what? See if we're going to go that way. I was actually going to say Josh Doig for Hibs, right? I think he's a great mm. player. But. Yeah, he's a. I would, I would say Barisic. I, would I, would ta- I would take Barisic. I think he's delivery. You try to say he's need a left back? I mean, he's, that's two left backs you mentioned, fucking, didn't it? His fucking delivery is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. He could put a ball on a sixpence, sixpence. from 500 yards away. Aye. Beautiful. Credo. Right. He's going to say someday, don't fucking... <laughs> what did you call him that played for Livingston a couple of weeks ago and he was horrific and then he ended up scoring against Celtic? EBT or EBG or something? What was his name? Oh, Number nine. You know all about EBTs, you can't. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that's either. Uh, Jet, that's it. What's his Jet. name, Jet? Uh, Emmanuel, Th- Emmanuel Thomas. J. Emmanuel J. Thomas. Is that what it is? J. Is that going to be your answer? I fucking don't, I don't know. Lewis Ferguson. Yeah, that's an easy one. There we go. There we go. Fan in uh, Lewis Ferguson. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna go to some of the responses that we've had over social media for the listeners, uh, who they would like to sign. George Joyce agrees with Gredo. He says Lewis Ferguson for Rangers, he's got he's a blue nose, he's got aggression, he's a goal threat and potential. Aye, that's what I was that's what I was thinking, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Ferrier says Nisbet for Rangers. I like Nisbet. Stachel Bob a... says Benjamin Seacrest from United would be better than Barkas or Bain. Uh, we've got Chris here. Um, he says, Campbell <laughs> we, know, from... mate, we know your name, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Campbell from Motherwell, very talented young man, bright future ahead of him. Could do a job if we sell Kamara in the summer. Yes, a good player. Huh? Stuart says, I would like to see Shankland at Livingston. He started turning on again, didn't he? I would pick him then, Aye. actually. I was surprised we never just went from him anyway, but I mean, well, no, that I wasn't surprised, but I, I don't know, man, he's he's uh, uh, he's up there for me. Anyway, Roberto says probably get <laughs> slaughtered, but on his game and when he's interested, I like Edward. Think him and the current Rangers team would be phenomenal up to up with our other attacking players. Good point, Roberto. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Fraser says, think like most supporters, it would have to be Edward. He would do a job at any team, any team and I would love him at St. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Barry is going down the same road as Chris Toll. He would like Josh Doig from Hibs. He has the potential to replace Borna Barisic in the future. Callum has an alternative view. He says he would love to have Ryan Jack at Dundee United. <laughs> Dream on, Callum! <laughs> David Kerr says Shane Duffy since he's a Rangers legend. <laughs> and PR92 rounds up this little section beautifully because out of all this, the correct answer is Jerry Pellini. Jerry! Geez a go! Jerry, 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 Big Mexu, Big Mexu. Couple of weeks ago, I done something that I haven't done probably in about a year. I had a wet shave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a wet shave, mate. A wet shave. Did you know what I used? Let me guess. Harry's. I used Harry's, mate. I used Harry's. It was beautiful. Listen, mate. Miss. If you are going to be shaving yourself, you want to be using Harry's. Look at my growth. I've got about a three-week growth here. Still bum fluff. But the reason why is because I love shaving myself with Harry's. Mm-hmm. The foam, mm-hmm. the clean blade, the interrogator, the foam shave gel, the texturized grip of the razor in my horn. And what I think what makes it extra special is it's Jeff and Andy. Apparently the owners of Harry's, Jeff and Andy, are just a couple of fellas, a couple of two ordinary guys, weren't they? And, uh, you know, they were fed up with overpriced razors and they started Harry's to fix shaving. So I've got a lot of spe- respect for Jeff and Andrew. Mm-hmm. 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 Because uh, they knew yeah. Harry's, Harry's knew that there was only one way to ensure quality, Bob. I don't know if you know this. They bought their own factory guts. Aye. And they didn't take any profit. And that's, <laughs> why, that's why Harry's offers great quality products. And I'm telling you right now, it's a very, very, very fair price, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the best uh, shave I've ever had in my life. Best shave I've ever had. I mean, they're amazing quality blades. They're almost off the price of the leading five blade, blade brands. Mm-hmm. The trial set that they send you, which we've been sent, it's got everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. It's so smooth. The weighted ergonomic handle, the five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, and all of that rich lathering shave gel which i often mention and only that you've got your travel blade cover just in case you're on the, on the move <laughs> so get started shaving with harry's today and you can claim your trial set and get this only 4.95 and you're supporting this podcast if you get this trial set uh which includes that razor handle the five blade cartridge the foam gel and the travel blade cover in case you're on the bounce you can go to harrys.com forward slash daft right now that's harry's Dot com. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. It's time for the player profile playoff with piesports.com. Remember, if you're looking for pies, they can deliver them to your door and give you the taste of the football. Scotch steak and gravy, macaroni, they're all up there. And check out this one they've got now, Mr. Singh's Chicken and Bala Pies. Ooh. Yeah, what, is, is, what is Bala? What is that? What is Bala? I don't know, Christopher, I don't know. Uh, and Bala Pies, it's uh, Mr. Singh's signature dish in a pie. All oh, right, right. Okay. It's a chicken curry pie. It's a chicken pie. curry pie, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
So it'll be an absolute belter, so you can get them delivered to your door. You can do that by hitting up their website, piesports.com, or you can call their SOS hotline, that is 0141-739-999, 0141-739-999. They to a bunch of postcodes free of charge, just got to check their website for the details and that, and you can get them Friday or Saturday delivered for the weekend's games. Job is a good one. Um, so, usually we'll, we'll pick someone at random to come on and play. But last week on the show, we decided there had to be a rubber match. Craig, uh, who's been on a couple of times before, managed to tie up with Grado at 1-1. So we thought there needs to be a rubber match here. So we thought we'd bring Craig back on to play. How you doing, Craig? Very well, thanks. He's staring me out. Wait, he's Hulk Hogan jumping on? Aye, he's Hulk Hogan. He's staring me out, man, playing the only, games. The only wrestler more famous than the guy that he's playing against. <laughs> there you go. So are, yeah. are you ready for this, Craig? You've been psyching yourself up all week for this? Uh, I've been like Roddy Piper at Alcatraz before Starcade 97. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen will tell you all about that. He knows the wrestling. Aye, man, what did you think of, what did you think of Starcade 97, Bob? You know something? It doesn't get spoken about enough. <laughs> I think it was actually Starkey ninety six. Aye, aye, ninety six. Yeah, but we'll tell you, man. That's how Norcom talks about ninety seven. Right. So, boys, you know how the game works. Um, I'm going to read out a player. You buzz in. You get get it right. You get a point. First the two ones. If you do buzz in, however, you rule yourself out the rest of the uh, clue. Um, Craig, what's your buzzer going to be this week? We'll go back to the tried and tested Jack. Right, okay, okay. And Gregor, what you got for us? Zungu. Right, okay. Topical. Topical. I like it, Gregor. Right, boys, here's the season we're going back to this this week. 2012-2013, Gredo. Oh. Were you deep into wrestling that? That was the British wrestler year. This was me getting independent bookings. Oh, no. Rangers, I nah. This is not a good one for me, mate. Not a good, um, se- not a good season for Rangers. Obviously, they were playing in League Two this season. Um, Celtic won the double, and St Mirren under Danny Lennon won the League Cup in this season. So the later, the later on it is, the, the harder for me. I think these things. I don't know. Right, why. right, okay. Well, you know how the game works, boys. Mm. I'm going to start with the first player. First, the two wins. Everything is at stake here. Right, you ready? Here's the first player. This was to be this player's last season at Celtic. He joined the club from Derry City in 2000. Zungu! Zach! Gredo. Paddy McCourt. 1 0. Yes. What Here a start. Go. What a start. This could be it. It's already this. Come on, Craig. You can get back into this for the decider. Right. This was to be the debut season for this exciting Scottish attacking midfielder at Dundee United. Jack. Craig. Gary Mackay Stephen. You fucked it! I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Craig. You fucked it! <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks as if you're raging at him for that. Sorry, I'll, I'll continue with the clue. I'll not get this. I <laughs> you will. You, On the 24th of well. January 2013, he signed an extension to his contract. He went at the club until January 2016. 
He made his uh, first start against St Johnston uh, at McDermott Park and marked the occasion with his first senior senior goal to open like, the game, which ended 1-1. Now the big call. He moved to Sporting Lisbon in 2014. Oh, no. uh, he continues to play in oh, Portugal. With I, don't, I don't know that. Oh, no! Oh, I don't yeah. know Ray, oh. Rangers were like... Ah, I can't see it. Rangers uh, are don't give in, please. No, no, I think we always link with him. Did it does good at Dundee United? I just kind of fucking think it can't be. Nah, it's no good, Willie. It's no him. So Ryan Gold. Ryan Gold. Well, nah, I would never have got that. Would never have got it. You know that? I couldn't remember his name either. Would never have got that. Here we go. Quickest in here, boys. This battling midfielder rejoined Hibs after being freed by Middlesbrough in the January. Zunga! Jake was in first. There he was. Kevin Thompson. Fuck. Oh, it is Kevin Thompson! <laughs> this is a decider. One, one. God, yeah. I love you like this, man. Here we go. Here oh, it's Kevin Thompson! <laughs> right, you ready? This was to be this striker's last season at Motherwell after he joined from St Mirren. This player got his first goal at Fur Park, where he opened the scoring in a 1-1 draw against former Cub St Mirren with a well-placed goal into the corner with his weaker foot. He scored frequently during the 2012-2013 season, becoming the top Motherwell goal scorer in a season since the Second World War. He ended the season with Jack. 26 league. Fuck. Craig? Michael Higdon? No, we never got that. Correct. Well oh, done! <laughs> what a comeback that was oh wow man that was brilliant congratulations Craig you have won the pride of well done Craig mate well done Craig well done man I loved it when you went when you got that round you you fucked it <laughs> uh, well Stephen you're a classically trained thespian so you know yes. it's all about Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Call them now on 01698 767 172. Lads, so once again, let me tell you about Final Runner. It's the official last person standing game in the UK. Just in case you're not sure what that is, basically, you go up against a host of other players who all put money into a pot. You then pick a team for the set of football premiership fixtures, and that team just has to win for you to go through to the next round of fixtures. The only one rule is you cannot pick the same team twice. You then keep going until the last person is standing and they get the pot. They scoop the dough. They get the cash. Obviously, the more entries you get, the higher prizes that you can win. So you want to get all your mates involved oh, in banter. And of course, the bragging rights. Obviously, the, the more entries that you get, the higher prizes you can win. So you want to get all your mates involved for the banter and of course, the bragging rights. And they have two games that you can get stuck into. The first one, it's called Official Last Person Standing. It's a fiver to enter and entries by midday on Saturday, the 20th of February count. The second comp is called Have a Word, which starts the following Saturday. And that one's a tenner to enter. Uh, tenner, so it'll create a bigger pot. 
for you and your pals. And we've got a special football daft offer as well. If you enter both competitions, the guys at Final Runner will email you a free entry promo for another competition at a later date. For all the details and how to get involved, head to finalrunner.com and you can set up an official last person standing game or get involved in their have a word game. So make sure you follow them on social media at finalrunner.com. So get involved now at finalrunner.com. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Let's welcome a man of many, many, many talents. He is a star of radio, a star of Outlander and star of Weems Bay 902101. He's a massive IB. It's Grant Stott. How are you doing, Grant? I am very well. Very well, boys. I'm, I'm honoured, thrilled to be asked to be on this uh, iconic bit of audio with you uh, yes we're, we're getting there and we want to yes. point out how good you actually sound listen to that if, <sighs> see, see a sentence grant just say something available for voiceover <laughs> i mean listen to that do you know what we're, we're saying kind of all fair man i mean it's quite embarrassing that the guest has got better audio and better sound quality than the actual guys hosting the podcast and i'm quite ashamed of myself yours boys i just have a neck I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Mr. Chris Toll sitting on the fence as usual. <laughs> I, I, I merely have it because it's all part of my business. It's what I do. I record yes. audio at home. And therefore, yeah. I need to have wonderful sounding microphones <laughs> and the which is what I say to my wife as well when the packages arrive. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, are you, what are you actually doing now in terms of... Like how what are you having to do for lockdown? I know you've got your own wee studio built up, but what is like your daily routine do now? Well, I'm on I'm on, I'm on holiday now. I've had two weeks off, which is actually the longest break I've had since last February. Uh, last mm-hmm. February went to Tenerife just before lockdown. Had a wee bit of a breather. Lockdown kicked in, and I've worked every week since. So, I mean, I, I've been fortunate from that point of view, but I've not had. Um, you know, the experience of being stuck at home, not able to go out. You know, I've had things to do and places to go with, with the work. I've got the the afternoon show on a Wednesday and Thursday yep. on Radio Scotland. So I do that from the Edinburgh studio here. Originally, I did it from home for about eight weeks and then moved back in the studio when the BBC got all COVID-friendly, if you like. And I do my Friday night vinyl show from Glasgow. So mm. I get to drive to Glasgow to do the, the show from there because that's the, the only studio... That I've got two turntables in it, so I have to go through Glasgow to do that to do that through there. Probably. So, what, you, what you're telling me is you've spent about four grand on microphones when you could have bought a pair of turntables. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you're just grassing him up there, Tom. John, you'll make edit that. John, in case he's in case he's misses listening to football daft, you'll make edit that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been working from home. I've done, I did a series of podcasts for Visit Scotland over the over the summer last year, and uh, and bits and bobs like that. But you need to. That, that's what's happened, and everyone's adjusted that way. You know, everyone yeah. on this this conversation right now is all of a sudden mm-hmm. had to be able to get audio and tech savvy uh, at the flick mm-hmm. of a switch. So it's that. Ah, you thought we would have got about audio and tech savvy until we held jury day, Grant? You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm just kind of I'm looking at producer John and he's shaking his head now and all looking at us. You know what I mean? But, but I bought a beer machine. No. I've had a coffee machine. I bought a coffee Aye. machine. I've got a new Hoover. <laughs> you talk into them though. Can you talk? <laughs> Sometimes after a few of the beers at the beer machine, I'm telling you. <laughs> Give me another 
another one. Give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Grant, obviously, you're a big fan of the old cabbage and ribs, am I right? Yes, yes. Uh, and there was no, it was one of those family traditions. There was no really an option. My granddad uh, was born literally across the bridge, you know, Easter Road, and uh, he went to school which is now part of the, the, the Easter Road grounds. That was his school. So remember, my dad was born, although my dad was born in Dolry, in Gorgie. Dolry, right. He was brought up there, but his granddad, my granddad, his dad, took him Easter Road, so he became a Hibs fan. But that was back in the days, I'm sure. Uh, your your uh, dads will all sort of say the same thing. It was right. back in the day where right. home right. and away, you went to one ground, you went to the other ground, they went to one ground, they went to the other ground. And, and that's mm-hmm. what my dad did. He went to Hibs and Hearts home every week instead of travelling away. But uh, yeah, there was no other option in my house. It was it was only ever going to be Hibs. And uh, I, I was a late developer. I didn't start actually going to the matches until about 30 years ago, about 1990. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, was, it kind of became so I could spend a bit of time with my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. It was right. it was one of those because I'd obviously I moved out of the house. I was working, and it just became one of these. My dad was my brother was way out of London at this point, and I'd, and my dad would say, "Well, I'm just going to," get, and he was going to the game on his own. So I went, "Well, I'll go with you." And he was like, aye, aye. So, and that's how it started, mm-hmm. and uh, and I very quickly got right into it, and then. Uh, so yes, yeah, so thirty years on, we're still obviously we can't go now, but um, he's, I've got him here. He's all set up and watching at home. But yeah, it's it's, it's all through my dad. It's all all about, and, and and it was an excuse to to go out with him and spend a bit of time with him. And that's that's for me has been the, the lovely thing and be able to share that with him. I'm so glad I, I did I did that. I mean, obviously I love the football as well, but that's that's the the, the key. Aye, Aye. definitely. I get that the memories for your with your dad. That's what my wee boy starting to. Aye, it is my wee boy starting to take an interest in it now. He's only five, but <laughs> still sitting on the couch match day with the, my wee boy and stuff. And it remember I remember doing that with my dad. So you do you remember the kind of things? I feel as if the only connection that I've really got with my dad is football. It's a graft he talked uh, about. Aye, aye. Else. I mean, folk can die, whatever. It's just a matter of, you know, did you see the. What you think about the Fitman Saturday? There's nothing else to talk about with my dad. Nothing. My, my, I can almost time my calls because my dad, you know, whatever, you know, if Hibs are playing midweek or, or on a Saturday or whatever, you know, you can wait. The final whistle's gone. Okay, then. Hang on. That's the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he won't, and, and because we're not there together, mm-hmm. let's have a wee chat about what went on in the game today. It's it is that. Uh, it's like my father. We did another podcast called Rangers Daft, where we just talk about Rangers, and I was like, "Troops, I need to take this phone call." And it was my dad, and you could hear him just going, "Who's the players? Who's the players involved in the COVID? <laughs> Who are they? Do you know? <laughs> Who's at the party the weekend?" <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I, you know, I spent a bit of time working at Hibs on match days, and so I was, you know, I used to host the the corporate lounges. So, mm-hmm. you know, my fee was effectively gonna carry my dad over the turnstile. So I would bring my dad <laughs> in, and he would then got to sit with Pat Stanton and uh, Laurie Riley and Joe Baker, who was his favourite player of all time. And mm-hmm. my dad was just like a wee laddie. He was just like a wee Aye. laddie again. You know what? That's inside. a that's a huge thing as well. That's a huge thing for you being able to give him yeah. that. You yeah, know, absolutely right. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Because that that that, that, that that's a no brainer for me. All I got to do is stand up, talk, pushing a microphone. It's kind of like the, <laughs> like great Gradle Gradle tell you like he's <clears> a huge wrestling fan. So the fact that like, I'm involved in the wrestling as well. Like whenever any of the companies that I work for bring in a big name for overseas. 
I would, uh, I would say, like, I would speak to the promoter and say, listen, is it all right if I bring my boy in just to meet the wrestler and stuff like that? And some no. of the guys that he's managed to meet, and, you know, he's going to carry that memory on for the rest of his life as well. So the fact that you're able to give your dad that opportunity to meet his heroes is, it must, it, it's good, isn't it? It's a, it's a great feeling. It's a difficult feeling to try and describe, but it's, you know, my dad got so friendly with Laurie Riley, who's one of the greatest Hibs players ever. Uh, Laurie Riley would say, uh, all right, Feather, you'd call my dad Feather. <laughs> Laurie Riley was about 10 years older than my dad. Uh, <laughs> him, and that to me, and my dad's like going, Laurie Riley, just called me. Aye. But I remember I, t- I, t- I get in- invited into the blue room at Ibrox for a game. And I thought, right, I'm going to take, take my dad. To- I took my bird the last time. I thought, my dad would love this. And I took him. We got all suited and booted. We're in the blue room. The chairman's there. Uh, you know, his hero, John Gregg's there. Everybody. And uh, he went, he just pissed, pulled me aside and went, do not introduce me to anybody in here. He was that fear. I was like, you need to say hello to somebody. But what, I, what he didn't tell me was two minutes before that, we were playing Kelly that night. And he went up to the Kelly board of directors and the chairman. He didn't know they were the Kelly. And he was going, I think we'll take goals off Kilmarnock tonight with these Hink boys. <laughs> uh, we're Kilmarnock, we're Kilmarnock. And he went, he just, his father just collapsed. And he just hid in a wee corner and went, do not. This is this is bad. <laughs> he was affronted. <laughs> dad, dads can say beautiful things at entirely wrong times. Oh, aye, 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 aye. aye. That's what it's all about. I mean, I still, you'll be the same, Dad. Like, I, I get like that, but when I meet the players as well, like, I still aye. get total. So I was saying the last time I was there, when I was talking to Walter Smith, there was a wee buffet on, and everybody, I'm with my brother-in-law, and we're getting just the food. It's like Indian food, so we've got a bit of chicken tikka and a bit of sauce and... There's poppadoms, there's nambres, but you're standing with the plate. I picked the poppadoms. I picked the poppadoms, but my brother-in-law's talking to Walter Smith. He's really relaxed and all that, and I'm like, aye, aye. Was I'm thinking is nine or old legend looking back, blah, 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 blah. But my poppadoms breaking in my horn, and all the crumbs are falling on the carpet. And I'm standing there, and I'm trying to like kick the crumbs away while I'm talking to Walter Smith, and I'm like shaking like a shiting dog. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly summer. I remember Walter Smith came, came um, it was at the end of the game, and he was coming through, and he was kind of leaving the stadium, and he kind of spotted me, and I went, hi, and all that way, I need, to, I need to say something. I went, how's Ethel? Kenny's wife. And I went silent, and he just kind of looked at me and went, she's fine. <laughs> When McLeish was the manager of uh, Hibs, uh, he was an old pal, again, of Andy Gray's, right? And Andy and I were out for a few bevies in town one night, and we went to this pub in Newington down the road, and who's through the back having a meal but Alec McLeish and his wife? And I'm going, who's the Hibs manager through there? And Andy's <laughs> going, I can't help him. Ah, do you fuck? He said, oh, I can't him, I can't him. Anyway, next thing, the two of them are at the bar. I get in the company, we're chatting away. Hello, Mr. McLeish, how you doing? Fine, fine, fine. Fast forward two hours, it's one o'clock in the morning. We're at McLeish's house, which is just down the road. Emptying, he says, I'll give you a glass of champagne. It's like champagne, but four or five bottles or whatever it was. I've got the guitar out trying to sing, I think it was Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash, don't ask. And, um, and it was like, Three o'clock in the morning, and well, I, it was just one of these most ra- random, uh, you know, off. You know, oh, you could never have planned this kind of night, and you know, you just like you said, you know, you feel you got to say something. Aye, you know, I when totally, you see totally. when you see the manager of your team or whatever, and and 
<laughs> end, up, end up drinking all his bevy in, the, in his kitchen. Um, so it was, uh, it was a random and a, and a surreal night with Mr. McLeish. And then and then he was pals with Dougray Scott. And then Hibs were playing Athens and we flew out to Greece. And then we, I was in the same hotel as Alec McLeish. And he says, uh, he says, Dougray, could you look after Dougray Scott tonight? Like, I okay, and so we ended up figuring I going up out wandering about the streets of uh, of Athens, uh, and having and I had and I had dinner with him, a romantic that meal is, for two. Uh, that is unbelievable. We've been buddies ever since. It's uh, yeah, football that is, is brilliant for that. Brilliant. Me, that is funny. all these people. Oh, that out. is amazing. Well, Grant, I'm going to need to. Uh, I'm going to, need to bring this up. Oh, right? I know what you're going to bring up, Bob. I know. You have to. I might, possibly, I, might for, I might go for a pee. Aye, it was possibly the worst day of my life. Uh, but describe the feeling of beating us in the Scottish Cup final. Brilliant. Oh, my God. Um... Uh, I know we still got Jordan. Right, anyway. <laughs> There is so much I could tell you about the 21st of May 2016. Um, and there's so the much floor is yours, Grant. The floor is yours. The whole, the whole row. But the, the, the most remarkable thing about that day was on the lead up to it, um, a few months before, um, I had been kindly invited onto the launch, a, a sort of press junket, if you like, of the Royal Caribbean's new ship, right, which is this massive mm-hmm. floating shopping center it's massive right and it was down at southampton mm-hmm. the guy gets in touch with me says would you like to come and be our guest we're just taking a, a select people from the media out for a wee sort of because we, we'd had a couple of cruises before me, me and, and the family and says yeah that sounds amazing man is he says the weekend friday the 20th of may of is sunday the 22nd now bear in mind this is we hadn't even had the semi-final at this point and uh and i was like, oh that's amazing that's great i said, I'm, I'm, I said to claire it's her birthday on May the 21st. Right. So I thought this is perfect timing. I says, Claire, I'm going to take you away. I says, but I'm, I need to tell you what it is because we need, you'll need to get time off because we're going to have to fly down to Southampton on the Friday morning. We're going to go on the ship. We're going to sail out, have a couple of days on, on board and then come back to Sunday. Your week, your birthday weekend this year is sorted. Oh, that's lovely, she says. That's lovely. I look forward to that. <laughs> so fast forward to the semi-final, Dundee United. We beat Dundee United in the semi-final. I'm back at home here watching the highlights couple of glasses of wine and then so Claire's sitting with me watching it and I so saw that finishes the highlights uh, and we've got obviously got through uh, on penalties and uh, uh, sports scenes there and so Hibs will play either Rangers or Celtic in the final of the Scottish Cup on the 21st of May and Claire's sitting <laughs> and watching and she went that's my birthday and I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah and she goes are we not are we not going away for my birthday on a lovely big cruise ship? And I went, um, <laughs> we were. Uh, <laughs> and it was one of those moments where just it kind of dawned on us, are you binning <laughs> on a six-star beautiful cruise ship with me on my birthday to go and watch the Hibs? So thankfully, Claire and I, you know, we've been together many, many years, and she's a very understanding, <laughs> uh, wonderful woman. And so she went, that's fine, that's fine. So anyway, 21st of May, her birthday, I'm up and away at nine o'clock, away at the match from my dad. We all know what happens, we win, we come back, we're in town. I actually actually took my dad, again, talking 
Chris, about your things that you get your dad to do. I took my dad back to Easter Road with the team and with uh, yeah. all the directors, and we were there when the cut was brought back in. Alan Stubbs, da, 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 da. again, dad in his absolute element. So, Amazing. few drinks, few drinks, few drinks. 10 o'clock, I'm like, I better get back. I better get back to who's It's Claire's birthday today. <laughs> I've been out all day. Um, so, we get back to the house, and Claire's sitting through the back having a wee glass of Prosecco herself. And I'm saying, Happy birthday, darling. <laughs> <laughs> You, you'll be happy because Hibs have won the Scottish Cup. I'm like, yes. <laughs> can we go watch the highlights? Because it's on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she did. And she did. And, uh, tell, uh, tell me this one. How long did it take you to pick the hand and turf out your shoes? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I didn't run on. But I'll tell you what I will remember about that that moment. And I've to, actually, I mean, I can relive every point of that game. But at the point where it was it was two two ninety minutes, we get the corner. Um, Henderson delivers and David Gray scores. Right, we go ballistic. I go absolutely mental as everybody's done. And then there was that moment where everyone kind of went, mm-hmm. "What the fuck do we do now? What mm-hmm. this has never happened before. We don't know what to do. We didn't know didn't know quite know how to take this." And it's like we might have done this. We might have actually done this. And I looked round, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier on about my dad. I just looked round to my right-hand side, and there's my dad sitting with his head in his hands, just like that, just just, just taking a moment, right? And I mean, because his dad, my granddad, lived and died, never saw Hibs win the Scottish Cup. And my dad was at a point, he was 70-year-old, and he thought, 76 he was. He says, I'm never going to see Hibs win the Scottish Cup. And he got to that point in his life. And anyway, so here it was, it was happening. And he just... He just obviously took a wee moment, and I've got and I quickly got my phone out, and I've just got a picture of him sitting there with his head in his hands, and I, I think that kind of sums up what that. That's, is. Get, that's put a lump in my throat. It is, and it's still <laughs> just, it's still fucking hell, that's brilliant. And and when the final whistle finally went, I've got, I've got a picture of this as well. Everyone's obviously celebrating, and my dad is hugging another gentleman of a similar vintage let's just say <laughs> didn't know who he was didn't know but they had that one thing in common that they'd got to their 70s and they'd finally seen this day and and, and it was absolutely mad and you know what we could win the scottish cup again you know who knows what crazy things can happen but it will never ever be a never scottish beat that, 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 that is oh, right. and and, and do you know what it's funny you say that because <laughs> about, about people after that goal in the 90th minute, I actually found myself going down a YouTube wormhole a couple of weeks ago and I found a video of like the Hibs fan and he had took a video of the corner and they score and the place erupts. And you can hear folk going, I mean, it's the ninth, what was it, the 91st, the 90th minute? Minutes, I don't know. And you can hear the fans going, we, we, we might win this, we might win this. And I'm going, of course he's going to fucking win this now. But just Aye. everybody was just like, what? Do you know that, what? Even, though. sorry, even though what you're saying there, Gredo, even though it was a 90 second minute and they had scored, you still don't. St- they still didn't think they were nah, going to win no. it because it had happened so it often. It happened so many right. times. And there was, the, there was a, a foul um, about a minute or so afterwards that we all thought was a Rangers foul. And I think even still to this day, we don't know how we got it. But anyway, Hibs got the foul because we thought, oh, fuck, they've got, they've got a foul. Like, aye. we're halfway line. Aye. Oh, aye. here it goes. Oh, we're going to throw it away again. They've got a foul. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. And then all of a sudden, the referee points the other way and it was like, it's our yes. it's like, oh, again. It was almost like we'd won it again, and uh, it's 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 a 
and you know, Grado, you were talking about looking, you know, going down a, a, a YouTube uh, tunnel, which which you know a lot of us do. You know, it was just this week that was the, when you know the sort of five years since we we beat Hearts in the replay. You know, so we've got all these mm. different events that led up to us winning that Scottish Cup, and uh, you know, you can go and watch these clips on YouTube. I will still cry. I will still bubble and I'll, I'll well up when I see a different perspective or I see somebody else's footage of, of that moment or these goals. Um, it just gets me every Aye. single time. Now, what gets Sorry. me for is that see when the fans start singing Sunshine on Leith after it. Mm -hmm. I don't care what football team you support. It's great, isn't it? It's Aye. tremendous. See when, it that, comes tremendous. Out, see when that comes out and you're standing there at the because we only go for it you know, in, a, in a, an important cup game now, or if, if we win a derby or anything like that, I don't think I've ever got through that song without my voice cracking and tears welling up because mm. it's so powerful. See, when you're right in the Aye. middle of it all, and even now I'm tingling just, just just thinking about it, and it's the and it's that it's one of these things that probably only football can, can bring and, and, and give you. Oh, totally, mate. Like when you're beside so many like-minded people, you might have nothing in common with with any of them but this one thing brings you all together doesn't matter your background doesn't matter what you do for a living doesn't matter you know where you live what you've done this one thing brings you together and that song mm -hmm. sunshine and leith for us unites us all and mm -hmm. when that plays out it's, it is, it, it's also it means that something good's happened as well isn't it? and, and that's what that's that Ah, it's amazing. It's, it's magic, isn't it? Remember going to the fab, but it was fucking brilliant. Aye, I remember being able to go to the fab, brilliant. Aye. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, because um, I don't know if you know Mark Donaldson, but he used to do the, the sports, he a big hearts fan. And uh, uh, one of my memories on Facebook came up the other night from that game at Easter Road when, when we beat hearts in the replay. And Donkey was there. And uh, he, he used to be the sports editor at Radio 4th, and he now works for... Um, uh, 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 Christ, that's terrible. Over in America, sports ESPN. channel, ESPN. Thank you, thank you, sir. He works for ESPN. He'll give me a row for that. And so the photo comes <laughs> up. It's basically it was taken to me and him just after the game, and I'm like that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that moment was brilliant. Obviously, I was dead happy because just been hearts. But little did we know at that point what was still to come. What was still to happen. The the the, the semi final with Conrad Logan and goals. Against the that's right. That's right. I mean, what? Aye. You know, it's like it is, it's a Hollywood script. Hibbs winning the cup that year is, and and and, there's, and I know it's possibly not relevant to you guys. You might not want to watch it, but if you want to watch a good sports documentary, the Hibbs DVD, the, the the documentary that Jim Matthews for Sky Sports made, he made a documentary about the whole story about how Hibbs won that cup, and it takes you through every game step by step. And interviews with the players and everything like that. And I didn't know about that. Is that, is that the ball geezer that does Sky News? Yeah. He's like the main reporter, isn't he? Matthews, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Dog, dog, isn't he? He's, a, he's, he's, and he's, and he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a big Hibs fan. And so they put him in charge of, of creating this documentary. And and I've seen loads of sports documentaries, and that's right up there. That's up there with the, with the. Grant, I'd maybe watch it, but then just maybe the last. <laughs> I'd maybe, do you know what I mean? I'd maybe... Oh no, no, you need to see it through. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I'd maybe just. Cut it off then. I, 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 I might just fast forward to the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, Grant, because uh, it's funny. I love any sort of football documentary. I love the Hearts 
documentary. With but what do you think about Hearts and which What's your feelings of they're in the championship? Did you watch the yeah, documentary? What's I did watch the documentary to be honest, and but I'd also watched the the Spurs one on and Man City. Yeah, oh, Amazon, 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 Amazon. Oh, Amazon. one as well, man. They're all good. They were brilliant, but but so Hearts were on a bit of a hiding to nothing with with their documentary because they kind of compete obviously with, with Amazon and things like that. Mm. And it was like it was it was it was a gentle watch. Obviously, the, the Hibs fans wanted to watch it with a bit of like that, oh. uh, <laughs> because it was that year of all years, and and it didn't really, I think, give any much much more than we'd already known. I think you know we'd, we'd sort of seen and 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 followed the developments ourselves. So yes, the Hearts documentary. A bit of a damp squibber, you know. I'm not saying that as for Hibs' point of view, but it was just kind of. Aye. You wanted to see them rolling about the flare with one and all we that, didn't you? Tears, we wanted blood snorters. <laughs> we wanted the whole lot. Did, they miss, did any of read the paper yesterday? Apparently, uh, Romanov is living in a a nuclear sub, a nuclear submarine, and in, in Russia now he's he's like destitute. He's got nothing. All he's got is a submarine. And he's, and he's living in a submarine. <laughs> that, do you know what? It's just so Romanov, isn't that, it? Really that, is. That's when you want to see a Hearts documentary when he was in charge. Yes. That would have been that would have been funny because we've had like had a few guests on that said who was it David Templeton and stuff we had oh, on the saying Romanov stories are superb. Romanov would turn up and get his translator to stunning goals and start smashing boys into him or that hitting shots left, right, and centre. Aye, baby, whose who's, who's boots was it he stole? Was it? Aye, whose boots was he, it? He used to steal was some. Was it no Templeton's? Was it no his boots? I'm sure it was. I think it was. Was it Templeton's? I used to love when Thank I was doing was. auctions or things like that, and if I had a signed heart strip at that time, I'd go, right, okay, who's going to give me 250 quid for the signed hearts top? Listen, give me another 500 quid and you can pick the team. <laughs> <laughs> We just, just didn't know what was going to come, and it was, uh, <laughs> uh, it was uh, um, interesting times. Interesting. Aye, times definitely. In what do you make a Jack Ross so far, then, Grant? Um, I know it's it's been an up and down season. I mean, I think I think massive disappointment in particular. You know, the two semi finals at Hamden. Um, yes. There was a lot of attention on Jack Ross after those two games. Obviously, the Hearts one. We could have won it, you know, especially we had the penalty and everything like that. Mm. Um, but with the St Johnston one, we just weren't even at the races. And I think that was what mm. was most disappointing. That was probably what hurt the most out of the two semis. It was probably a, a it was a a bigger, more painful loss when we, we got mm -hmm. beat St Johnston. So there was there was a lot of scrutiny on Jack Ross then, but I I, I like what he's doing. I like mm -hmm. what he has done. Um and it's it's, it's like everybody else in football. You know, you want results instantly you want changed you want things change right now you want you know want to start mm -hmm. winning every single game you want to beat everyone that's below you you want to win every cup match and obviously as we know it's it's not happening but you can see even in the last transfer window with, it, with chris cadden coming in and jackson Irvin, yeah hi interesting signings and you know what they've all Definitely. Begun, begun to bed in and I, I you know i'm a great believer and let's give them a bit of time it's only what a year and a half since mm -hmm. they came on board so uh, and there's time yet. And there's like you've got. I mean, like I think the last was it the last transfer window. Kevin, there was rumours Kevin Nisbet put in a transfer request and stuff. Mm. I mean, that's no easy to deal with. Do you know what I mean? If you've got because he's one of your main men. Him and Dodge are brilliant together. Do you know what I mean? They're really dangerous partnership. Kevin, Kevin Nisbet, I think, is is was one of the. It was interesting because there was a lot of talk about him and Shankland, uh, mm -hmm. in the in the first division when when he was down there, and I had a, a good pal of mine who was. Involved in Dundee United, and uh, he yeah. was 
Kevin Nisbet is the better player. Because Shankland mm -hmm. will score goals, obviously that's important, that's brilliant, but Kevin Nisbet will give you more at other aspects. Right. And unless you're a team that mm -hmm. can afford to have a luxury, yes, but most teams need all players playing their part. Uh, Kevin Nisbet is is better option, and I think he is. And I think I think Kevin's had unfortunately his own issues away from the game to to mm -hmm. contend with me, which have been terrible. Um, yep. But I think once he moves on and progresses through that and gets gets himself back doing what he was doing for us at the start of the season and what he was obviously doing in the past, um, we have got ourselves a, a, a dynamite player there. And I think Jack Ross just needs to manage that. And I think we've all seen it in our clubs when we've got a wee bit of a star player who starts getting a wee bit of attention and then instantly the money offers start coming in for down south. It's like, and you're like, oh, too soon, mm -hmm. oh, too soon. Honestly, mm -hmm. stick, and I know that, you know, to triple or could quadruple your wages in one go is very tempting. But it's I know. Like, Aye. You can go even further if you just, you know, stick around mm -hmm. for another year and become a much better player, you know? A hundred percent. And what do you think, where do you think they can, what's the aim for Hibs? Consolidate third place or do you think, yeah, think, do you think you could go one better and even catch Celtic? Third place is uh, realistic. Aberdeen have, have hit, obviously, mm -hmm. a bit of a a sticky patch at the moment. They're now going through what seems to be quite a big transitional period with a, with a lot of personnel coming and going. Dent McInnes has got to put all that right and sort all that out. The fans up in Aberdeen are not particularly happy the way things are going. We had our own difficult patch December and early January. We, we had a, a couple of sore results, um, but we've kind of you know, got ourselves back on track and there's a wee bit of momentum now. There's a wee tiny wee bit of a gap there. Um, would we... Would we be so bold as to try and catch Celtic. There is no reason why we wouldn't try. But aye, yeah, get just get a bash, Grant. Get a bash, get a bash. Come on. What's your sense on all right? I tell you, if we if we finish third this season, that would be seen as as a pretty good season and a, and a, a very successful season. I, I think, think every right. single Hibs fan would absolutely bite your hand off right now for that. Aye, second's going to be the game though. Second, second, finish it. Come on, come on. <laughs> I always like to look at myself as a realistic football fan. A romantic, <laughs> yes, but realistic. So, third, third, if I get third, I'll be delighted. Anything more is a bonus. I say game, son. I say game. Aim for, aim for third. <laughs> so, Grant, have you got anything, anything coming up, anything exciting coming up you'd like to share with the lads? Uh, bugger all. Uh, Aye. Aye. <laughs> Uh, How many radio shows are you on? Is it just the one? Are you, what are you I've doing? Got, I've got Wednesday and Thursday afternoons, which is the culture, the entertainment show. He's already told us this, Grado. I know, but I forgot. My, my, my vinyl on a Friday night, Grado. Get, I get some banging mm. uh, before your time, though. It's, uh, no, oh, I'm listen, I'm he's a connoisseur. He's uh, a connoisseur. I'm an uh, in the 80s, but some classic 70s, all played on vinyl. Uh, and it's been it's been a, it's been brilliant. This 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 has been my one big positive over lockdown. Has uh, been the reaction to to getting out something, and that's all I'm doing. I'm just playing records on the radio again. But it's brilliant. Been, been great. that's probably what I should be doing on the radio. Just play the songs, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were you were good at the traffic. I'm good at the. I did the traffic now and again. <laughs> but you see, you mates looking good. M seventy four. You get a good run. M seventy three. Remember, temporary traffic lights in Springburn Road near to the petrol station. Watch if you're in a approach that area. You've you've got <laughs> the, the breakfast show route, Greta. And I doff my cap and I, I take my hat off to anyone that's fucking mad enough 
to want to do breakfast radio. Uh, Aye, John. John, are you listening to us, fucking yes, guys? Uh, so John, John does. He does uh, Bowie's. He's a producer at Bowie's, isn't he? Ah, yes, George, yes. An, an old uh, colleague of mine from back in the day. But uh, yeah, hey, breakfast. Hey. Jo- well, George will tell you as well. It's it's a lifestyle thing, and I've always had two. Uh, that's what you say, John. On. That's what yeah. you said to me. It's, it's a not, and then, and Greedo, given everything that you're doing, it's like, how are you going to manage this? Because you, you've got to commit. You've got to commit wholeheartedly to getting up at four o'clock in the morning um, yeah. every day. And, and, doing, and lockdowns maybe be one thing because there's been nothing else to do. But once the gigs start coming back in and opportunities come in to do panto right. and to do... But oh, do... I share a dressing room, Grado. I am not doing panto with him when he's doing a breakfast show. No, I'm going to soak that Sack out. that, but no I chance. Can, I can't even imagine how hard that is because I get up at the crack of noon. <laughs> but I can't wait till things start happening again so you've got something to fucking talk yeah. about. Aye, aye. You know aye, what I mean? Exactly. I done this, aye. I done that. The fucking I went home and that was it. That's all done. That's what you did yesterday. Nothing. Aye. Apart from podcasts and whatever, but apart from eating and whatever, there's nothing happening. So yeah, hopefully not too much longer trips. Hopefully. But well, Grant... there's a light at the end of the tunnels, uh, Bob. So we'll see. <laughs> Grant, every week on Football Daft, we put our guests' Scottish football knowledge to the oh, test Jesus. with a 90 second Jesus quiz. Christ, oh, mate. Can I ask Andy <laughs> Scott Sport? I knew fuck all <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, that's gonna be humiliating. But, no, 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 no. Top of the leaderboard are John Sutton and Chick Young with 15. We've got Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley tucked in behind with 14. We're the good doctor, Kenny Duker. And Kevin Harper, an ex hibby are just behind in third place with 13. Other selected scores include Jonathan Watson on nine, Ian Murray on seven. Barry Feastenders on four at the bottom. <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> so random throwing wow. that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, mate, and that, that's the class. Hold on, mate. I've, I've dropped someone who's picking up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovenkranz, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine, and Mixu Patalainen. Is there anybody on that very outrageously random bunch of names that I gave you you want to beat? Uh, mix you part of lining. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the bottom. Because he's at the bottom. <laughs> if I can get off the bottom, I'll be <laughs> But there's 90 seconds, Grant. You can't pass. You must give an answer. Even if you've not got a Scooby-Doo, okay. just give an answer. Okay, right. okay. Why do you use why I read the questions? Is why I make that? Ah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Right. Righty-ho. John, we get a 90 seconds on the clock. We certainly have. Yeah, but you can't pass, so if it can just... I just, just say, just say whatever you want. Outlander, right. season four. There we go. <laughs> Aye, correct. Right, Grant, are you ready? I am ready. Your 90 seconds starts now. Who is currently top scorer in the Scottish Premiership? Kevin Nisbet. John Fleck plays for which English Premiership side? Norwich City. Kamar Roof joined Rangers from which Belgian side? Antwerp. Who is Hibbs' all-time leading scorer? Oh, oh, oh! I should know this. Uh, um, all-time leading scorer would that be? Phil Baker. Which team did Callum Hendry move to Aberdeen from? Callum Hendry to Aberdeen, uh, Motherwell. John Potter is assistant manager of which Scottish Premiership club? The mighty Hibernian. <laughs> Who is currently fifth in the Premiership? Livingston. 
In what year did Hibs last win the League Cup? Uh, it was 2007. Name one of the Rangers players in self-isolation. <laughs> what was that? Was it at a party on Saturday? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Who was there? Just name oh, one of them. Uh, name one of them. It would have to be... Uh, uh, <laughs> John, John McGlynn currently manages which championship side? John McGlynn, uh, um, oh, is it Wraith Rovers? What team, wait, sorry, what is the name of Stenhouse Mills Stadium? Time! We've asked it so we can it. answer. Uh, the Outlander Season 4 Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes, any episode numbers? One and two. Right, okay. one and two. <laughs> okay, well played, Grant. We'll go through your wrong answers. You got off to a bit of a stinker. Um, Odson Edwards, top scorer of in the course. Premiership. John Fleck plays for Sheffield United. Kamar Roof signed from Anderlecht. Oh, um, I got the hand bit right. Hibbs <laughs> all time leading scorer, Gordon Smith. Oh, I was going to say Gordon Smith. Yeah. Um, Callum Hendry moved. Uh, Tabardine from St Johnston. Then you had a few right, and then uh, Rangers players in self isolation. You could have had chosen from five, uh, but uh, no, it was Shagger wasn't there, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> I fucking hope he And Stadium is Oakleview. However, you're not bottom. You're just above it. You're on four points, Grant. Well done. Oh, well Grant. Am I on top Darling. of the team? You're bit, you're bit living now. Would be Barry Feastenders? Is it level with Barry? Level with Barry. Level Feastenders. with Barry. There we go. <laughs> level with Barry. A heady mix with part of Lennon and Craig Levine. Brilliant, Grant. Mate, thanks for keeping up your time and coming on. Really, really appreciate it, Grant. Right. I love you to have a bit of banter. All we needed was a couple of drinks in front of us and it would have finished. Oh, yeah. tell me about it. I know. Get up here. They, they wee stories about your fair, the, the final, man. That was brilliant, man. I that love was that Plus, the next time I do batter into my beer machine, I'm going to go on Amazon or whatever, and I'm going to buy a shitload of microphones. So I'm really looking forward to that. Remember, buy a pair of all right. Grant. Thanks very much, mate. Thanks, Thank you so much, mate. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Tell you what's no fair, right? The fact that Netflix they hide thousands and thousands of show because of where you live. They've got the nerve to increase the prices on you. Can you believe that? I think it was like 13 99 I checked us. I mean, I remember back in the days it was 6 99 anyway. That's buy the buy. That's right. Starting at the end of this month, though, they're gonna be raising their prices again. Now you could just cancel your sub subscription and protest, right? That's one of the things you could do, or you could be smart about it, you can act on it and make sure you're getting the full money's worth by using expressvpn.com like Addy. You see, you might not know what's another Netflix. You might not know what's on other countries. It's completely different for somebody that's in the UK. And if you're in the UK, that's different to what the Japanese Netflix has got on theirs. But by using ExpressVPN, 
you can control which country you want your Netflix to think that you're in. So there's over 90 countries that ExpressVPN you can choose for. And every time you run out of stuff to watch, just switch to another country. You can go from Belgium to the Czech Republic and then you can switch it up and see what's up for grabs on every Netflix. See right now, I'm, I am watching uh, new episodes of Lucifer and I'm not quite 100% sure that's in every country. I don't know if you're getting that in the UK. However, it's definitely shown on the US Netflix. And basically, just with a tap of a button, ExpressVPN, it lets you change your location to the country and batter into it. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows and other streaming services too. I've used BBC iPlayer. I remember those eight episodes of River City. I remember being in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, and using ExpressVPN to watch myself with young Bob there on River City via ExpressVPN. And uh, that's free and only available in the UK, remember. So ExpressVPN is also a super fast process. It works in your phone, your laptop, smart tellies. You can watch your shows on the big screen. And get this, there's zero buffering. It doesn't affect your buffering at all. It's as smooth as your face after using Harry's. So be smart. Be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their contract. Get your money's worth. ExpressVPN.com slash staff. Don't forget to use my links so you can get an extra three months for free. Get that out there. Uh, get your get your notepad and pen out and take this down. It's ExpressVPN. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash daft. That's ExpressVPN.com slash daft. You're helping the podcast and you're helping yourself introduce yourself to more quality Amazing television. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, boys. Well, it has been a pleasure, as always. Never a chore. Good show today. Big Grant, boy. He's a good lad, isn't he? I, as I saying, it's good getting the football players on and, and we... We get to know about the, the, the loan spells at fucking Brentford and all that. But it's good now and again to get people in, in Scottish media. It's good to, and to hear them talk about their love for football. His wee story there about his old dad sitting there drinking because Hibs won. I love stuff like that. So I hope are, the mate. listeners like it and all because it's a wee bit different. It's different from our usual guests, but I hope folk enjoyed it, man. Because I think we should be doing that more often, getting folk on and just talking football rather than talking about playing mm-hmm. football. Jenna. I agree, mate. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's a, like you say, it's a good wee insight because he's he's had his finger in a lot of pies, Grant, hasn't he? And he's been on Outlander season four, which is apparently available now on DVD. So give Ep- that a episodes one and two. I've never seen Outlander. Wait, we know Outlander. No, do you know something? <laughs> I've, I've, before we go, <laughs> right? Our dog's been on Outlander. I've had two auditions, two very, very unsuccessful auditions. You made an answer, man, come on. The set. No, I didn't. Well, the first one I did, the second one I went, right. How would you make it? That was story. I'm gone. Right, so we get there. He's in. <laughs> learned it. You know what I'm like learning lines, oh, mate? I've put OCD. Pure learned it, learned it, learned it. Went out of audition, right? Said my bit to Karen, who represents me, blah, blah, blah. Doing it pure. Can't remember the names, right? Whatever. Shouting it big, Glenn Morgan. I'll do you, blah, blah, blah. Right, blah, blah, blah. Then I'll be like that at the end. I say, see. The guy that I'm shouting at there, he's that's Sam's part. He's like, aye. I just looked at the woman and I went, Me trying to threaten Sam Hewn. He's six foot <laughs> five. I just walked out. I've, I've drove all the way through Edinburgh to audition for this. And I'm meant to be shouting at Sam Hewn. Nay fucking chance. <laughs> I just fucking went out. Told this guy, fucking put it in the bin and the motor up the road, man. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. I can imagine how raging you were in that drive home. Oh, mate, I was, I was like, what's the point? Fucking phone and John, my age. What are you doing? 
Funny you should say that. I, I, I can tell you a bit more addition for Big Brother, but we'll leave up for an old time. Eh? <laughs> 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 Audio Frontier.